The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, other people will have views on the very next thing we're going to talk about, which are these uh, incoming referendums uh, on references to the family and care in the Constitution. So it's worth telling people what is going to change. There is a family amendment and a care amendment. So at the moment, um, uh, the Constitution uh, refers to the family as the natural, primary and fundamental unit group of society. There is going to be a change to define the family uh, as being a unit, whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships. And indeed, we heard a little clip from Leo Radker, the Taoiseach, in the news headlines uh, in that regard. So that's the change on the family side. Family, whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships. Uh, the change on the carer side is going to remove the reference to the role of women in the home. So at the moment, uh, the Constitution currently recognises that by her life within the home, a woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. This would be deleted and instead what would be inserted would be uh, the state recognises that the, that the provision of care by members of a family gives to society a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and shall strive to support such provision. So those are the things that are going to be taken out and those are what are it is proposed uh, will be inserted into the Constitution. Pauline O'Reilly is with me, Senator and Chair of the Green Party. Um, Senator, why do you support these changes? Look, this has been a long time coming and um, I've been campaigning for this for, for quite a long time. Um, both because I think it's really important that we change that sexist language. I think most people can recognise that it's simply sexist to talk about women um, and saying that, you know, they basically, they, they shouldn't neglect their duties in the home. Women should be wherever they choose to be, whether that's in paid workforce or at home caring for kids or in education. Um, but also it's for the first time and actually probably Globally, this is probably the only constitution that will ever insert something to do with caring in the family into a constitution. And we know that we have hundreds of thousands of people in this country who stay at home to care for kids or stay at home to care for vulnerable adults, stay at home to care for, um, you know, a partner. And um, they do it for uh, oftentimes a short period in their lives. And it's recognising the importance of that. And what was really interesting is we had a Citizens' Assembly last year or the year before and overwhelmingly the people in the Citizens' Assembly, they went beyond what people expected of gender equality to just be, you know, gender equality in terms of out in the workforce, equal pay for equal work to also say, you know, let's recognise that people are caring and that um, and that we should really have that laid down in our constitution. So it's really exciting opportunity for us as a state. Mm. Uh, and and I suppose the other important thing is to say, also we know that forty two percent of kids last year were born outside of marriage. Um, so really, the kindest thing that we can do is to represent our values in our constitution. And so that term about durable relationships, it's really important to, to, to remember. It's not just about, you know, cohabiting partners. It's also about a relationship between a mother or father and their child or between, you know, a, a grandparent and their grand um, and their grandchild. It's a relationship which is two or more people and that we're recognising that's also a family. And and I think that Ireland has a, you know, has a really 
um, good record over the last while in showing that we are caring, you know, when it comes to marriage equality, expanding the the definition of marriage. So this is this is more equality and it's exciting. David Quinn is with us, head of the Iona Institute. David, have, have you reservations about these proposed changes? Well, I mean, these are just initial thoughts because obviously the wording is hot off the presses. So what's um, caught my attention so far is particularly the one about carers in the home. Because actually, I think almost nobody would object if it uh, changed the language from the current language, which was, which is, you know, refers to the woman and the mother in the home and made that gender neutral. I don't think, you know, there'd be a voice raising objection. Uh, but it's not just making that language gender neutral. It also gets rid of all the language about uh, the state shall uh, endeavour to ensure, and it could have said carers rather than mothers, that mothers, sorry, that carers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour uh, to the neglect of the home. Now, it talks about duties in the home. But all that stuff about um, nobody should be forced out of the home by economic necessity just seems to me to downgrade the importance of the home and it's basically the state saying that we're not going to try to guard the home with mm. any kind of special care anymore so that's all gone out of it um, out of the English version um, certainly uh, so that needs to be examined as to what that means now this particular section of the constitution by the way was always largely aspirational um, and never had never seemed to have that much legal effect and so we're talking here about I suppose aspirational things and the things we value and the constitution isn't just um, a statement of well here's certain rights and you can uphold those rights in court there's also a statement of values and this is the only place in the constitution where the home is mentioned and where the state commits to guard and protect mm. the home and that will be gone and I think the average person still um, uh, values the home over work uh, it seems to me the government increasingly values the economy over the home and wants to convert okay. as many of us as possible into paid workers, taxpayers, children in daycare and the home essentially empty okay. during the day. Uh, 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 before then we get on to the, 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 the family um, proposed change as well. Let me go back to Pauline O'Reilly on that. Senator, why remove the reference to the home? As David says, it's kind of understandable the reference to the woman uh, being taken out and making that gender neutral and inserting carers. But wh- wh- why well, abandon the reference to the home? Well, it's talking about care within a family and it's saying that, you know, families come in all shapes and sizes. I mean, you can be can be living in different homes and still be part of a family and still be caring. But this is about, um, you know, give, gives, and it also says, gives to society support without which the common good cannot be achieved and she'll strive to support such provision. Whereas previously was like, well, we'll try it, which was it was it was much um, less uh, strong, the, the wording. But I mean, I will say that, um, you know, as, as David will know, I was involved in setting up an organisation, which is a stay at home parents association. I've been a stay at home parent myself for years. Mm. And I will say that the reason that we set it up was because we didn't believe that others who were purporting to speak for stay at home parents actually did. I think lots of people would object to just removing the word woman and keeping the same provision, which talks about, you know, their duties being in the home. It isn't a duty. It's something that you choose to do if if you want to do it. And if you choose to be in education, as I say, if you choose to be in the labour market, again, all of those things are your choice. And this is supporting families as they care. And look, older, older people as well, they care for older members of their family so that it's not just mm. about... Mothers and fathers, sorry, 
excuse me, it's not just about yeah. mothers and fathers and children. It's also about you know caring for elderly okay. parents. Uh, that that's happening more and more in society, and and all of that needs to be yeah. recognised. David, the the family as well uh, will be described uh, as being founded on marriage or on other durable relationships. Have you a problem with that? Um, well, I mean, again, you know, that needs to be examined exactly what that means. You see, even Roderick Gorman today was saying it will be up to the um, court to decide what a durable relationship is and what exactly has been recognised there. Uh, so that also needs to be examined. Um, and the saying that the family is going to remove the wording about the family being founded on marriage. Um, and you see, there, I mean, again, there is a question of values here. Um, uh, you know, even allowing for the same-sex marriage referendum a few years ago, do we think that marriage has special importance to society and to the common good or not? And do we want to encourage as many parents in particular to marry as possible? And do we value having two parents um, or a mother and a father for as many children as possible? Um, I mean, I certainly would uphold that and think it's a very important thing yeah. for children to be raised by the two people who bring that child into the world. So is the state now effectively saying that doesn't really matter anymore? And that we don't well, no, maybe they're saying it's your choice value. though. So if that's David Quinn's values, well, let David Quinn get uh, married. Well, but if it's well, not Kieran yeah, Cuddy's values, then... Yeah, but you see, marriage, I mean, marriage involves, you've made, you know, you're making a public commitment, um, you're making a legal commitment. Um, uh, I think I think it isn't simply a question of my values, um, what tends to uh, serve children best. And I mean, I think it'd be a strange world in which we said it doesn't really matter if the men and women who bring children into the world don't actually raise that child together. It doesn't matter whether it's 0% or 100%. So it's a kind of strange statement to make. But just briefly about the carers in the home thing again, you see, it's not simply about the carers in the home, it's about the state trying to protect the carer in the home, whoever that that may be, from having to work by economic necessity. All that's gone, uh, at least it would go, if this this wording is passed. Um, So the just to me, these are the things that need to be trashed out and debated. And the city government is going to be listening to people about what the wording should be. Um, and I think these are the sort of things which need to be okay. heard. And also, it's been it's been very rushed, by the way. We have Christmas coming up. There'll be no debate about it before then whatsoever. Then it takes you know a while for things to warm up in January. So the amount of debate for this is going to be incredibly short and truncated. I'm not sure if I agree. 30 years is hardly um, rushed. uh, uh, March the 8th, it's happening on International uh, Women's uh, Day. I mean, you know... No, but it's rushed. It's rushed from the publication of the wording until only March the 8th. I mean, obviously, it's been considered for a long time, but then you publish the wording, and then we have Christmas coming up. How long long would you like to get your head around the wording? Well, I mean, I just think in general um, that... We, we should be given a few more months for all interested parties to properly consider the wording and have their input to the government uh, as to the wording, have a proper think about the wording. It doesn't matter in, <laughs> at the end of the day, particularly what I think about it. June, think, July, August sometime? Yeah, April, May, June. Yeah, but March seems to be very rushed. OK, so March very rushed, April maybe. Pauline, uh, does this undermine the family? Not at all. I think what it does is is to further protect the family because it's a, it's a recognition of the facts. I mean, it's practical. The facts are, as I said, 42% of children are born outside of a relationship that is based on marriage. And, and actually, contrary to um, David's fears there, it, it doesn't remove marriage. It says the state pledges to guard with special care the institution of marriage. But what it does is say that's not the foundation of a family. And I think that that's, that's correct. It's still recognising marriage, but it's also saying 
that there are other kinds of families and there are other kinds of relationships. Let's let's cherish all of the children equally. Let's cherish all families. And I think that that is what Ireland now values. Let David jump back in. Yeah, but I mean, is it, Pauline, a matter of indifference to the state and society, um, whether it's 0% of children or 100% of children is raised by a good mother and a good father together? I mean, it just seems to me that's a really important kind of principle. Um, And so it seems to be listening to you uh, that the state no longer values uh, having as many children as possible being raised by uh, the man and woman who have brought the child into the world. A good mother, hopefully, and a good father together. I mean, I, I mean, I think that counts for something, and, and and it has got special value. David Quinn, head of the Iona Institute, Pauline O'Reilly, senator and chair of the Green Party. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.